Chapter 8, The Beauty of Love My sisters and I had gotten used to the usual routine. One of my sisters would be staying with my mom, while the other two sisters and I would stay at home and attend to our duties. My oldest sister had to work, and my younger sister and I would go to school. While I did terrible in my classes, my only inspiration was to see my mom again in the holiday breaks. Fortunately, Thanksgiving was just around the corner, and my family would be united again. After much waiting, the day finally arrived. All night, I have to say, I was extremely scared to arrive to Houston. My sister said that my mom's hair was falling off, and sadly, she was forced to shave it. I knew I was going to overflow with tears when I saw my mom without her hair. My eyes got watery just thinking about it. But I couldn't cry. I had to be strong for my mom. And I did. I tried so hard to be strong. I really did. But I could not help but cry when I saw her. I hated myself for being so weak. My eyes got watery and I felt anxious, tears eager to run down my cheeks. I tried to hold them in, but I was overcome by sadness. I couldn't. That night we prayed together. At night, my eyes burned from so much grieving. While staying at the apartment, I noticed my mother's struggles, but I learned to cherish the small tasks and greatly admired my mom's faith. My mom would just not give up. She would kneel even in her weaknesses, smile in her struggles, and testify in her sickness. As if we were as we were staying with her, I noticed that the other cancer patients in the apartments were so kind and happy. It amazed me to think that they were happier than most healthy people. It was as if they lived every day joyfully, not worrying about materialistic things. Instead, they pursued happiness and comforted each other. To them, unity was more important than self-fulfillment and peace more valuable than power. I started to understand the importance of the beauty of love. For a couple of days now, several neighbors from the apartments had invited us to attend a small Thanksgiving dinner hosted in the apartment's dining room. My mom was very shy and refused to attend the dinner. However, after the neighbors insisted, we decided to attend the Thanksgiving dinner. When we arrived in the lounge, we were greeted joyfully. A church had volunteered their time to prepare a meal for the cancer patients in the residing apartments. The members of the church looked so happy. They would come and talk to us while we were eating. That evening, I remember looking around the room. Some people had lost their hair. Others were perfectly healthy. And there were some who looked tired, sleepy because of the intense treatments. Suddenly, I remembered the lady who prayed for us at the clinic while my mom was getting her chemo. My mind was filled with curiosity. I guess at that moment, I didn't understand. The church members here were just like that lady. They were both willing to give up their strength, time, and a piece of their life to care for us. We were strangers to them, and yet they made a choice to be with us rather than to be with their own family. All I wanted to do was go home and forget all about the sickness, the blood exams my mom had to experience, and they were there, willingly, with us, with everyone else who was sick. This became a mystery for me. I had to understand that zeal they had for others, the passion to serve. I wondered how these people were so selfless. 
the fact that they were there with us inspired me to do just what they did. And he was saying to them all, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Luke 9, 23.